What's up? It's your boy, Jay Jones from BLI Podcast. We just wanted to thank y'all for tapping in episode after episode to the astronomical conversations we've been having. If you didn't know, you can catch us every Monday at 8 p.m. Hopefully you are enjoying the content that we put out. And if you would like to be a part of the podcast, you can shoot us a DM or even text us at 817-938-5047. And we'll get right back to you and see if we can link up and make some great content together. Once again, thank y'all for everything. And hey, be a light. What's good, bro? What it is? What it is? Change locations on me. I just change locations. Change. Let me go sit on my porch. I want to be somewhere different too. Nah, man, I don't want to be out here. I got, a, I got booted. <laughs> I got booted at the crib, bro. Oh man, that ain't good. Yeah. What you do? Ladies are in the crib, man. They got stuff going on, and they can't keep me. They can't keep my space sacred right now, so I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? That's how it be, right? Gotta do what you gotta do, bro. How you been though? I'm good, man. I'm real good. Been uh sitting out at a racetrack all day, not watching no cars race because it was raining. What you mean? That was it's a what is it she called? A NHRA drag racing? My grandpa likes to watch drag racing. So we go out there sometimes. Uh, I do the spring nationals down in Baytown. So we were there, but it was raining. Oh, so and there was so nobody was racing the whole time. Yeah, it caused me running like 300 miles an hour out there. So they can't run them on that track when it's yeah. any kind of rain. Yeah. Hey, man. That's so, two hours today. Where's that at? It's, uh, it's in Baytown. It's like, an hour away from Houston, like 45 minutes to an hour. Depending. I bet that happens a lot, though, because it rained a lot in Houston. Yes, it happens all the time. Uh, they canceled on Friday. Like, this was they, this is one of their major events, though. So they were trying to go ahead and get their money out of it, which we paid them enough today. We went out there and ate and drank a little bit, so it was cool. <laughs> so they got their bread out of y'all. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> know we'll be back next year, so it is what it is. This nigga Demarcus just texted and said he running late. So he said nine o'clock. Yeah, they're taking somebody's car. Yeah, they're taking somebody's car. I was like, damn. That's a crazy I really ass job. Feel like the worst shit you can do is take my shit at night. Morning with somewhere to go. Oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> Damn, bro, you breaking up real bad. Is, is it breaking up on your end for me? Nate. I can't hear you, bro. Nah. 
shit. Yo. Nate. Is my computer glitching out? Was that me or was that you? I can't. I have no idea. It looked like, yeah, I, I think that was me because it kind of just like made my screen go. Yeah, you breaking up bad, bro. Go away. Hey, log out, log back in. I wasn't. Bro, log out, log back in.
Bro. Was that was that me or that was you? I don't know. I just restarted my whole computer. <laughs> I wasn't having any problems hearing you. Oh, okay. Maybe it was. I don't know. Hopefully that shit don't happen when we get started. Yeah, if so, I got my phone right here. I jump on my phone. Bet. Oh, I need to get some coffee probably since I'm here. It would be a good idea. I'm on their Wi-Fi. I might as well buy some. That's why you're here about Yeah. Yeah, whatever she said. That's yeah. What's up, D? For Gerald. Oh. There he go. What's up, OG? Is he uh, breaking up too? Is it me? me? It must be me. Cause y'all breaking up on me. Uh nah, I can hear say something to Marcus. You can't hear what I can hear y'all, but y'all like choppy. Like it's like your visual your video is choppy. That nigga ain't saying nothing. Y'all <laughs> know he ain't saying nothing, man. I know he ain't saying nothing. Marcus, I'm under the influence. I'm a bitch. <laughs> Yo, what have conversations about love while you're under the influence? Oh, Lord, it's gonna get long. I have conversations about everything while I'm under the influence. <laughs> I know, right? It'll work out. It'll work out. I've been running back and forth trying to get stuff done, and they doing something for their mom. Their mom's birthday was yesterday. That's what's up. Man, congrats. You and yeah. Dad. Congratulations. That's what's up. But we walked through Vegas. We through Vegas, and she had a ride to be uh, sash on, one of them little sashes on. And people be like, "Oh, congratulations!" They look at her. I said, "Oh, uh, I'm in this too." <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. It doesn't matter that you're getting no. married. Not the, she's she's the one that they're congratulating. That's all right. It's all about the bride, man. Hey, I got a light behind the screen this time. My light looks totally better. Yeah, you really do. You clear. Bro, I might have to go home. Man, where am I planting? Hold on. You be showing me up with your plants back there. That's her plant. She got plants everywhere. She like a little botanist. Is it botanist? No, not botanist. Uh, now I got some color. Can't not have my flowers in the background. You with all these damn jungle plants you got going on. You got you got the glow though. You got the ball here with the glow. You look all angelic and stuff. You know. Y'all right, so cute. Y'all just showing each other so much love. What about me? I'm at Starbucks. Yeah, we can tell you somewhere you ain't supposed to be. <laughs> you, ain't got, you ain't got no. You usually have great lighting too. You ain't got no. Well, it fades in and out. But. I know. I'm I'm about to go home, bro. Like I think I'm really about to go home because I don't feel like. I don't know. The connection's really bad. It's like, I think y'all chopping up because of my Wi-Fi. Yeah, are you on their Wi-Fi or are you on my Yeah, I'm on their Wi-Fi. That's probably so. They probably got a few people using it. Yeah, I think so. Like... You look like I, a trucker with that headphone on. I might drive trucks, bro. Like, y'all hook me up, man. Let me get, let me get on now. <laughs> let me get on, Mr. LFC. True. Let me get on. I'm trying to stop teaching. You don't want to stop teaching. Don't stop teaching the kids when you help. They need help, bro, but I don't know if I'm the one that's going to do it. Man. You know Sometimes. 
Sometimes I feel like they need a lot more help than we know. Like, bro, seriously, they do though. Hey, why you? I mean, that's a that's a conversational piece, but uh, I mean, I'm we adults now, so we all see it. Like, we we deal with a lot of trauma that was never dealt with as children, and then it, it makes people as adults kind of left, right, forward, backwards, all kind of crazy. And then you go find out it was something that happened in childhood they never dealt with. And it could be some real simple. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I really don't actually understand in life, honestly. I, I, that's one thing I think I always start started by saying I feel very fortunate. I don't have a lot of trauma in my life. I really don't. I feel that way too. So I don't understand that as a roadblock to doing smart shit. Like, me and my mom was talking about my cousin, my first cousin today, right? And I am aware of the traumas that she has in her life, right? Ghetto ass mama, mama don't do right. My uncle, he don't do right by her. And I think it's because of her mama and that they more ghetto type shit. But yeah. it's like, nigga, you was fucking the whole like, so I don't know, you know, that's other. But he got a whole, uh, like, he has a lot of fucking kids, and he does a lot for them, and he really do her wrong, so I get that. It is kind of screwed up. But also, what I don't get, you have one, like I was telling my mom, it's cool to to look at the negative. What about the positive? I said, it's a, a magical coincidence, right, that I'm her cousin who's doing well. The one person around her in her life that then done work the shit, that ain't got kids, that ain't got jail, that ain't got none of that, right? But you won't click in your mind and say, oh shit, let me go talk to my successful cousin or better successful cousin's mama who happens to be my successful aunt who's always trying to help me. Let me talk to her and figure it the fuck out. I don't understand that, man. But that, that comes from trauma too though, Nate. Like, uh... We don't tend to want to go that way for envy, for not having somebody put something over our head, to not feel beneath somebody. Like, we don't understand vulnerability. Like, you got to go into a space to where you're uncomfortable to learn something to, to get to a space where you are comfortable. Well, why I don't understand that is because when you go halfway, why not go all the way? When you go as far enough to come to my mom and tell her all of these issues, and you come to her and ask her, damn, why is my life like this? Why did it have to be put on me like this? Not, why not take another step with it? Like, I just don't get that, though. I, it's one thing I just really don't understand. Because they're not asking for an answer. They just want to vent. Just want to know. Get, get to telling people an answer. Get to telling people, oh, well, you know, I see what you're doing. You should try this. You should try that. They get mad. They're like, yeah, oh, I, I asked for all that. They get mad. Well, you missed the perfect Well, I guess you know everything. I just yeah. can't. That's why I always answer that question with, no, I don't know everything, but I do know that my way has worked this far. Yep. And so at least if you try it, maybe that shit will work for you too. That's really my only answer to that. I don't think I'm perfect. I don't think I, I have all of the answers, but if we're going to compare, because that's pretty much what we're doing, I mean, let's just compare. Like yeah. what old people say, it's too much like right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like my boy JT, I don't know if you remember JT from school, dude I live with. 
he said the realest thing one day, he said people do not want free lessons, man. Yeah, stick with me. Like people really don't want to just learn stuff by example. I I don't get it. But mm-hmm. I've uh, listened to this guy. I try to take the good from people. I listen to this guy uh, uh real quick. Eric Grace mm-hmm. on uh Instagram and you know, he be talking talking shit to people really. But he be like, you know, he got this post pandemic book that's worth twelve hundred dollars and sixty percent off, and you can get it for four hundred, five hundred dollars. But like you said, people rather pay for it than get the, the free knowledge. Cause I listen to him like I, I pretty much got everything that your book talking about just from your conversation. <laughs> that shit is amazing to me. Like, like it really like it, it really trips me out though, because I only understand like product of my environment to a certain limit, right? You grew up in the hood, you saw crackheads, you saw all the whatever the negatives that the hood got to offer. Where in your mind did you not process like, fuck, this shit kind of sucks, man. Like, well, the people, the people who do who do get to that point, usually get out or do their best to get out. Some people. But that's why I don't understand the the majority who don't though. But they take it as a comfort. Like if I if I grew up in this, I know this. It's comfort. Comfort is be comfortable. I, I don't know. I guess. I mean, it's still shelter take, take shit somebody, like that. So. Take, Nate, take somebody from the hood that, that's really they comfortable in the hood. They got respect in the hood and everything. And go drop their ass in Beverly Hills. They're gonna go want to go back to the hood. <laughs> well, that's true. That's, I mean, yes, when you put it in, in those kind of extremes. I just don't understand the the stuck in the rut in the hood kind of a deal. When you are living in that, when you've grown up in squalor, when you've had to see hardship after hardship after hardship. You used to it though. You get used to it, bro. Like it's like you don't know nothing else. Like okay. But see, that's what for my mind, it doesn't click like that. Even I think my parents are both. Moderately successful, raising kids, making life choices. They've done well enough, right? Not excellent, whatever, not super wonderful, but pretty good. I still look at shit that both of my parents do and say, that stands out to me as something kind of dumb. That stands out as something I wouldn't want to do. That stands out as something I don't want to repeat. So, fuck, our lights get turned off every other month we don't have a car, we don't, like, your mind don't say, shit, I don't want to repeat that? Nope, because your mind is in a steady, conscious state, and you understand awareness. I'm telling you, everybody's not like that. Some people just comfortable, bro. Like, I, I don't know if we were, I know we recorded, I don't know if the show started yet, but I was homeless, bro. I've been in a shelter, right? Mm-hmm. And even the people in the shelter was like, you ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> I was like, I ain't got no house. You're like, you ain't got no house. But, uh-oh. Oh, no, we ain't start. We ain't start. I'm listening. Uh, I'm just saying, like, the people that was there, Nate, like, they were comfortable, bro. They were like, this is my routine. I wake up in the morning, the shelter. I got to leave by 7, 8. I'm going to roam around. I'm going to go donate some plasma. I'm going to go find me something to smoke on and do whatever. And then I'm going to try to be here at 6 again so I can get my same spot. This is the routine, man. Yeah, you get you get caught in it. You get caught in the fuck the habit 
like it's like the patterns bro the patterns like you people love patterns bro your brain love patterns so to like continue and do that shit, it makes you feel good like it makes you feel like life is this is life like the little small wins in the middle of them patterns to you becomes life if you don't ever like like you looking at it from an all like you're like man things could be better like i could continue to grow from a how do you get comfortable laying down in shit Bro, I mean, <laughs> if you got a routine, I get the routine thing. I do. I, I fully understand and I agree with it. I just look at it as, nigga, if I come to shit every day, I'm going to get tired of this. Growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. If your mindset is fixed, that motherfucker is stuck. Like, you do not see nothing else, bro, until somebody literally plants something in your head or some shit crazy happen to you. Really? And you start to think in a growth mindset. Like, you start thinking about growing your life. Otherwise, you're not gonna change, bro. Like that shit gonna be the same. Uh, take Nipsey Hussle for example, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was very conscious and aware of like growth and change and trying to do better, right? And then he was trying to teach that, of course, to his old hood, some of his old people. Man, the people are stuck in that mindset. They was like, uh, "You ain't coming to change nothing." Like this is what we do here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm here. Mm-hmm. You gonna make me uncomfortable? Yeah, you made it. I, that's fear. There's education is all that tied up into one. It's like I'm comfortable here. I don't know what I don't know what, I don't, what, you, what do you see wrong with my situation? <laughs> but they're talking about uh Lauren Hill, like they had like a little deal with Lauren Hill. She was on there, like when she was like in her prime, she was speaking, talking about like how that's like fear. Um, no, that's uh that's they said it's insecure, says insecurity and laziness. That's what that is. It's like you have some insecurities, so there's things you're insecure about, and then you just lazy, it's like one of the two. It's like if you got one of those present, that's when you start acting like that, like you just like don't want to do better. Take the like, state of being lazy. Take the state of being lazy. Like lazy is comfortable, it's relaxing, but you really don't do anything. Yep. Right? Yeah. But you can be lazy all day. Like, you know what? I'm just gonna be lazy. So, uh, yeah. it's, just a, it's a very comfortable state that people get into. And it's just like it's just like a job, everything. Like no point of raising. I, I I know how to move in, in this square. And I say square because every corner that you go to is closed off. So you know every corner, you know everything in the square. I know how to move in this square. If you open up one of these corners or take the square and make it an open box, then it's like, there's a whole lot of space out there. Possibilities. That I do not know about, and I'm not trying to figure out how to find, because I'm comfortable here. I'm good here. It's like being afraid of success. It's like being afraid to be great, like, because it's stuff you don't know. Like, you don't know what's going to come with that stuff. You don't know. Like some people don't want that. They don't want. They don't want to do better because they don't know what's gonna come with doing better. Like what's gonna happen when I get a good man? She gonna she gonna be tripping out. Like she ain't gonna know what to do. You know what I'm saying? So look, That's crazy. That's let's tap in. Let's tap in though, bro. Let's tap in because uh, it's eight o'clock. Jay Jones. I don't know what he's doing over there. I'm I thought sweet. you you ready, bro? I've been ready. I was talking about stuff. I'm listening. I got my AirPods. <laughs> he got his new AirPods, so he ain't gotta be in the camera no more. I gotta be in the camera. I can hear everything. So we're gonna go ahead and go with the mission statement. Uh, we're gonna send a light through a message that will illuminate everyone we come into contact with. Be deliberate and plant seeds for growth in our generations and for those to come. Y'all know how we get down. Uh, it's being authentic, positive, respecting all race, religion, political views, and preference because we for all people. And then have a great sense of humor, crack some jokes, smile a little bit, let's live a little bit, have some fun. It's always fun doing these with y'all. Um, really wanted to touch touch on like relationship stuff. Uh, I was thinking more like when I said love and relationships, I wasn't really thinking like just like our partners per se. I guess I was more so thinking like just relationships overall. 
But I like y'all's topics a lot because they do touch on things that I think like our audience would be interested in hearing about um, because we do have a 28 to 34 average audience. So I feel like baby daddy, baby mama drama for sure. Uh, oh. <laughs> D, I was like, oh man, <laughs> I said, I thought Jerry Jones, we should do that first probably, but. Uh, we are, and everybody gonna present they, what they said. Yeah, so. Um, so. Just real quick, I, my bad for being outside. If, if I'm, if it's like messing up, let me know, and then we could cut it, and then we could just, I just go home. Like if it's, cause Nate's screen is like glitching. I don't know if anybody else. Oh, that's cause that. it's my camera. You can actually see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta call these people about this warranty on this thing, man. I, think uh, I dropped it. <laughs> I, so, I thought it was my, I thought it was my connection, bro. So I was nah, like, it, it do that. I, I gotta do a little. Okay. To give my camera to work. Jay Jones, your shirt hard, bro. I didn't know you had a white one. I gave you a white one. <clears throat> Where's my shirt? <laughs> bro, the dude, look, the dude just sent me a message two days ago talking about some. Yeah, we're gonna we gonna get the shirts out ASAP. So I okay. Well, in I'm the a, meantime, shout out to Ohio State Athletic Department. Out, man, we over there giving them that love, huh? Hey, I'm just looking for some tickets. Looking for some tickets, you know. Nah, real talk. But uh, y'all got anything y'all want to kind of break up? We split. I'm still gonna have your back. I'm still gonna have my kid back. So the big thing with me, and I don't even have kids, but I think we need to slow down, man. We need to build that foundation. We that it's yeah, it's like we 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 see a person, we like a person. It's like oh yeah, we just we do what we do, and then we we make a baby, and now that baby got to deal with whatever we put them through. So that was my topic, like building that foundation. They haven't even dealt with themselves. That's a that's a great point. Like you got to be better educated and better motivated uh, to stay in a relationship. You know, I I know. I mean, I'm a little older, but I know when I was younger, it was like, you know, how many girlfriends you got? <laughs> you know, like don't get too comfortable with one and all this stuff. It wasn't really taught to. Hey, it was taught more to be kind of like a player pimp. That was a cool thing. And then you take that over to your late adolescence until your 20s and your 30s, and you don't really become responsible till mid 30s. But I think, uh, I think that, like what Gerald said, I think we just we gotta be, we gotta teach and be more responsible and, and be more, more. Uh, the word I'm looking for. Be more purposeful about what you're doing. That, that's what I'm talking about. Be more purposeful. That's, I mean, think about it. Like, really, just building off what, what y'all are saying, like. Think about how serious what you're talking about is. It's cool. We're young, we're doing what we do, we're having fun. But for a second, really stop and think, like, bro, this can alter the complete trajectory of my life. This is going to be something that's tied to me, not hopefully just for 18 years, but for the next, you know, 60, 70 years, 80 years, however long you live, right? Do you know this person that you finna do this with? Can you trust this person? Like, for real, like, again, like I said, tell me to write down my fears. It's that I had a baby with the wrong person. It's that I did it too early. That I could write down, like, five different fears of kids, right? Because that's serious, though. Like, you can't, I think we can't lessen that kind of magnitude the way that we do, right? Kids start having sex, what, 15, 16 years old, and that's probably even late now, right? 14, yeah. <laughs> 13, 14 years old, right? So if your mind, your mind, of course, isn't there, and it's, it's a fun thing, it's a fun thing. Now, I'm 22, and fun turned into, oh, this is real. 
all right? But you really don't have that mindset. You got to slow it down, like you said, man. Slow it down. Build that foundation. Build the reality of what you're actually going to be doing, all right? Do it for a purpose. And, and then scaling back even further than that, because I think that point, that's when you're doing it for a purpose and you're like, okay, like I found somebody that I'm, you know, I, I care about enough to say, or at least I'm interested in enough to say, okay, you know, we we moving on to that. Like we're going to have sex or whatever. But going back before you meet this person, you got to know yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like DeMarcus, you said something about it. Like being comfortable with who you are, like knowing who you are. Like that's being like, I could sit by myself and and think my thoughts and not go crazy. Like not my own thoughts aren't eating me alive. I think there's something that I dealt with personally before, like this is before my daughter was born and after because me and her mother didn't work out. But I feel like a lot of my relationship struggles as a, as a man, as a young man was from the fact that I had a lot of stuff in my head that I couldn't sit down and talk with myself about. I couldn't say some of that stuff out loud. I had to go do stuff to quiet my own voice. I didn't want to hear my inner voice. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a very dark place to be at, especially when you out here mixing energy with other people. You know what I'm saying? Because every time we go lay down with somebody, we transfer energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally take your depression. Yeah, we. I take your depression. I take your anxiety. You take mine. You know, it, it's a transfer of energy every time we lay down. We ain't even got touched. We in the same room. We laying down. It's isn't transferred. So if you can't listen to yourself and you lay down with somebody else, what you doing? What That's that's how you build a spite for baby mama. Because you've been giving her all this dead energy for so long. Now you done created a child. Not a child angry. Now she angry. Now you angry. Like, look what you just did. You know what I'm saying? Talking about that purpose. Look what you just created, sir. You just made your own little torture, you know, and it's because you're not finding out who you are first before you start trying to create more, trying to create a unity, trying to create a baby, trying to, you know, create a home. You're not ready for that, bro. You don't even know that, who you are. Is that too, yeah. much, that too much to ask the, the young male today? I mean. it's And you got to have guidance, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if nobody's... Shouldn't that be your purpose in life? When you say, is it asking too much? Shouldn't that be one of your purposes, no matter who you are, is to understand who you are, understand where your thoughts come from? One of my favorite questions to ask, especially, I have a, a cousin who, he just does stuff. And I'm like, dude, why did you do that? I don't know. I just did it. I'm like, well, who's running up here? Like, who's in control? Is it you, or did it just pop up from somewhere? But Nate, but Nate, you never just did stuff when you was a kid. But that made me question that. Like, I, bro, I promise you, this is one of the, the main questions I ask. Even now, I have thoughts now, and I'm like, well, why did I think about that? Where did that thought just come from? Bro, That's you, not you a philosopher you by nature, bro, because I never did that, bro. I never, I'm just like your cousin. I was the same one. I just did stuff, bro. And it's just I like my pops that kind of credit though. I, I don't know that I always just thought that when I was man, I remember elementary school, I would get in trouble for the dumbest stuff. And I would go home and be like, I don't know, I just you know, teacher was tripping. <laughs> but my pops every Friday, because my pop, my parents split up when I was younger, right? So I get with my pops on Friday. He didn't probably already heard it from my mom, but he asked me on the way home, why can't you sit in your seat when you in class? Why do you have to get up and go talk around the class? Why are you over there messing with Jarrell and he the one not getting in trouble in school, right? 
Yeah. I would say, I don't know. I would pay the price. I don't know. At some point, and it wasn't just like, I'm going to hit you because you don't know. It's like, bro, think. Like, actually stop and think, right? What are you doing? Are you not controlling yourself? So. Everybody different learners, though. Like, everybody learns things differently. And I think for me, I'm a kinesthetic. Huh? I said, you're still the master of you, though. I you are the master of you. You are the master of you. That's maturation. That's when you learn that you're the master of you and you take responsibility for everything you do, whether whether you learn a certain way or not. You're still the master of your own action. But even though you are the master of you, everybody's, like I was saying, everybody learns differently. So mm -hmm. if I'm a, if I'm a kinesthetic learner like I was as a kid, I learned through doing. So I can be the master of myself and understand that what I'm about to do, I can think through and say, this might be wrong. So I need to do something else. I can't just sit there though. I can't just sit, I can't just deliberate like, hmm, what am I going to? No, I gotta literally have a different process of something going on. Like I gotta be in football. I gotta be uh, going to practice. So I gotta- That's growth in it too though, because that's fine. That You're right, we have different kind of learners, but the growth there is now understanding I'm a kinesthetic learner. Yeah. So no, mom, I'm not just breaking stuff in your house for no reason. I was trying to figure out how my body works. I was trying to figure out, oop, I can't actually climb the wall. How many kids you know <laughs> that's between the ages of six to 18 that's gonna tell you I'm a kinesthetic learner? <laughs> it's about what you're teaching too though, right? Yeah. That's that's part of development growth of a kid at the same time. That's why we need to support the families though. That's what right there, what y'all saying, it makes perfect sense in this controlled environment where we are intelligent guys that have learned this over the years. But there's people that are feeding their kids McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? They under the influence every day and they live it, they live in situations where, you know what I'm saying, it's not a great environment all the way around. Like nobody's giving anybody good information. So these kids, they ADHD, right? That's what the, the, the teachers tell the nurses and then they get pumped full of medication and they never learn who they are, like why they so like, you know, hyper or why they just keep doing stuff. It's like, because the kid don't understand how they learn. They don't understand who they are. And I think we have to support, we can't discredit the fact that these people need support. These kids and these parents, they need support so that they can grow into healthy individuals and not be behind bars for this stuff. You know what I'm saying? It goes back to what we all were saying from the get-go. See, we have been, we, we start behind the eight ball, we steady trying to catch up. But if, if, yeah. you, if you, technically, if you did it right, and you, you did build a relationship with your partner, y'all had a great foundation, then y'all created life, and then you can, uh, institute this controlled environment for the life that you created, then they have a better chance of getting in front of the eight ball instead of chasing it until they get 35, 40, and then they're just not figuring everything out. So yeah. that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like it's, it's a domino effect that we don't really understand that we don't really see until we get older. And it's like, oh, you messed up because of that. Yes. Okay. Now, learn, like Nate said, learn from that and let's. Let's, let's, let's unlearn and relearn. You know, that's a, a term off of a, of a social media, but unlearn and relearn so that we can make it better. And, and, I, and I'm gonna add one more tidbit on this. It's like, yes, you gotta be able to un unlearn that stuff. When you're successful though, and you're really good at something, and you have those types of issues, people don't mess with you because you're successful. People don't say nothing to the person that's always good at things. 
when you a perfectionist and you down to and when it's down to the point where you can't um you can't deal with failure at all like you push you into a deep depression people don't mess with you why because you you do everything right to them like in in, in the, the eye of the public you do things right you're good at what you do you're okay you're healthy you have a family you have kids you have this you have that but the 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 things that they have that are broken on the inside of them and they don't really haven't really figured it out yet like we don't find out that they were messed up until they're like 65 years old and they do some crazy stuff and we like dude he shot himself that guy shot himself you know what i'm saying and it's like they're I think, bro, the maturity is important, but I still think that things fly under the surface and under all of us. You know what I'm saying? That if we don't really take the time to say, like, hey, bro, how you doing? Like, if you don't really chop it up with people, like, on the reg, like, you're not a uh, people person, you might miss that in a, somebody that's really good at things. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might miss that they're not good at uh, understanding that you can't just always put your hands on people when you get frustrated. Some people, yeah. they're really good at a lot of things, and they do that type of stuff. Or they, they spew out at the mouth. This girl, every time she get in an argument, she F this, F that, you would be, you this, you that. But she's really good at a lot of stuff. And nobody messes with her. Why? Because she's successful. Successful mm -hmm. people get to do what they want to do. Uh, they do. They do. They do. Bro. It's a part yeah, of that kind of like a sports model, though, of like a, a Michael Jordan sense of, Nah, bro. You're doing so much that I can't criticize it. Was, if you have a, if you have a, if you have somebody close enough, or a, a really parent that's just really in tune with you, or a friend that's in tune with you, no matter how good you are, you have it. You should have. It's great to have that person to be like, nah. <laughs> yeah. It's great to have, but like you're saying, I know a lot of people who, like you said, you, yeah, you feel like you're doing so well. Everybody else feel like you're doing so good because you don't. I don't go out and say, hey, I'm depressed or like, you know, it's like, oh, Jarrell, Jarrell got a got, own his car. He got his own place. He's making this much money. He, man, Jarrell, great. Jarrell, can't nothing be wrong with Jarrell. And I've heard people say that about me before and, and I hate it. Like, man, your life awesome. I do too. It's a trap. How do you, it's a trap. Yeah. Like, how trap. Do you, but, but you don't know me. You don't know what I go through. Like, you see the eight hours at work in the social media. You don't know that my life is awesome. Like, I still need people to check on me, too. So, yeah, I get what you're saying, because a lot of people just think that those successful people are like, oh, don't worry about them. <laughs> it's like, you always yeah. get you. People always assume you good. And it's like, like Kanye, bro. Like, that's who I think of bipolar disorder, Kanye. That's a, that's a great example. Exactly. Like, that's <laughs> a guy that literally has showed us time and time again in the public eye that he is not OK. And Everybody kind of just like, what's well, Kanye? He's a lyrical genius. He's a. Uh, well, let's use Kanye though, because that—that's my question exactly. Kanye is open about that now. Kanye, maybe not always, but Kanye is legitimately telling you, "Hey, it's not good up here. So Nate, deal with me the right way." He went to the hospital. No, no, no. But that's out there, and that's why, because now using what Jarrell was saying, and whether you want to answer that one personally or just saying people in that kind of a position. When people even hit you on the simple, hey, what's good, bro? How you living, whatever? What's are right? you opening that door right there? Or That's is true. it a, I'm good, I'm straight? I remember now, I remember, man, it was a it was a girlfriend that I had, like, I think freshman year of college, around the time that this happened. 
And it was it's one thing that always stood out to me because it was like, dang, you know me better than I know myself. She's like, dang, you said I'm straight today. You normally say you're good. It's like, oh, okay, like whatever. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I'm a little, you know, upset, whatever today, blah, blah, blah. But that's something that I always stick with me. Are you opening that door? And now that goes back into the, the people that surround you. Can they tell when the door is open? I think it's a, a lot of nuance that goes into that, but we have to open the door up as well, right? That's like you said about very true. like you said about uh your fear of kids, Nate. Uh, I think in the top three of, of most people is that fear of uh, opening the door and and showing who, whether it's the world or whoever that most vulnerable part of you that says, "Hey, this is me. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what I struggle. This is what don't criticize me. Somebody help me." And a lot of us are not going to do it, so we just keep that door closed. Like, you know, everybody, everybody got skeletons in the closet. We keep that skeleton back there. We're just going to sit there and rot till we die with it because <laughs> nobody wants to open that door. Some of those skeletons, society will rip you apart if they find out about some of those skeletons. Some of those Man. skeletons, like, you will get buried. And I think, like, wish everybody has those things. Like, some things that if it comes out to light, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if it gets out that there's never going to be a chance that people see you the same again. And I think, Nate, you've touched on something that was real cool because you're talking about that, that that girl or that woman that noticed that you said something different, which showed that you're not, you're not the same. Like you're saying, usually, I don't know, you said you were straight and now you this or something like that. But um, that's the attention to detail that I think women pay attention to more than men. So like I, I think having good women in your circle usually can help you out more so than having a good many a circle, in my opinion, because you as a man, you need both of them. But, you need the balance, but, but for that part of it, for the, yeah. for the, like the divinity that they have to be able to just catch, like, this doesn't feel right. This feels different. I would definitely say women will draw your emotions out more. They'll get you, get yeah. you there first, but you do need that balance. You need, um, just a, you need logical. You need a logical. You need the, you know, whether the man side is logical, things like that. You just need different points of views. You need other people to be able to go to because you don't really want to create a, a echo chamber going to one person, you know? So True. That's what I was saying, use both of them, because like like you said, uh, a woman can notice that, and some things women can notice, but they, they can't, you know, help you with or help you find the solution to. And then if you can take from that person unlocking that and take it to this person and be like, man, such such said this about me, I just don't know how to, how to, how to navigate it. For me though, it's hard for me to go to a lot of people though. I don't, I don't really like. I say go to a lot of people. Yeah, I don't really like, I like personally, I just, I do value like my mama's voice. My mama's voice a reason, that's a, that's a powerful voice a reason because not only did she raise me, but she has that, that strong, uh connection to that emotion man she has a strong feeling connection where she could just listen to me and identify that something's not right and i i like i need that like i like i know for me like i need that now a man's reason usually like the men in my life i i chop it up with my boys to kind of talk through things like jay jones we be chopping it up to try to like talk through things because we kind of can get on that same like you know like logical for better, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's logical to me. It's like, oh, this makes sense because of this, this, this. And we can kind of work that out. But the feeling part of it, 
Like, bro, like, my mama is the one, like, I know, I know, like, if I get on the phone with her, she, she gonna kind of talk me through, like, yeah, I knew you were feeling different here. Like, I could tell when the last time I talked to you, it was different. You were excited about this, so maybe you should keep doing that. So, okay, cool, mom. Appreciate that. That's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't take, I don't take too much from a lot of people, though, because I think I really value my inner voice now more so than I used to. Like, I used to, like, take a lot of advice, but now I'm like, bro, like, they had you lost in the sauce. That's good, bro. That's that's why <laughs> I asked that bro, question that way, though. That's why I asked, like, who's in control of your thoughts? That's why that's so important, because I don't go to nobody for advice, honestly. It's some things that I may talk to my parents about because they've been there before. So it's like, okay, what do you expect in these situations? Other than that, I don't, I don't want to say it is I don't care, but I don't care what people's advice is. <laughs> I don't want to say I don't care, but I don't care. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't have another way to say it. I really don't. Like, that's one thing I, I've always noticed. I've had friends who, whether it's big or small, people will come to me and either they want to vent, kind of get advice, you know, and it's like, or probably me not being a great friend, I give advice when it wasn't asked for, but it's like, well, if I think what you're doing is kind of dumb or not working, I'm gonna tell you a different way. I think that's what a good friend is. But I never catch myself in a situation where I'm like, all right, let me, let me call Jones and be like, hey, what, what should I do here, man? Like, what do you think? I just don't do that because my inner voice tells me you can figure this one out. Yeah. Or at least you've done enough before and you didn't screw it up that you would probably be okay here, right? Yeah. So, I think I, you don't trust nobody, Nate. It's not that I don't trust them. I didn't say I don't trust them. I'm just saying, oh, okay. You have I don't want advice. your advice to lead my path. I understand that, but uh, say somebody, like you say about what your parents, mm-hmm. you have anybody adjacent to your parents that, that, that you can be like, okay, they've been through this, they went through this, they older, they experienced it. Let me just Get some tidbits of how they how they navigated this particular situation. Yes and no. Um, probably very few people if I actually really took time to think about it. But my real answer to that is a lot of people, especially older people. I don't know how y'all feel about this one. I think you can learn a lot from an older generation, but it's not always things that you want to emulate. At the same time, I think a lot of times you can look and say, "Well." I don't know the full ins and outs, but if I see enough of the things that you've done and it's led you to this position and I'm not really impressed, I don't really need your input on this. I can at least figure that out on my own or try to do better. Officers say they can also help you not go down the, the wrong road. Yeah, this yeah. is true. But like I said earlier, it's about taking the free lessons and that's what observation is to me. If I, if I hear it, if I'm aware of those things, but I don't need to go and ask Hey, you know, person, why is your life kind of in shambles? What should I not do? I'm that's, sure that's, I've seen some things. I, I get what you're saying, though, because I never would do that. Like, I would never ask you how I should guide my life. I think I, I low-key, like, more so lean on expertise. Like, I believe that everybody has an expertise. So, like, if I'm getting into, you know, trying to tow, and I'm trying to learn about towing, I'm probably going to hit the markets up. I'm going to see, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to... You know, not, I, not absolutely. I yeah. believe people to learn yeah. different things. Now you're learning when you're learning a different thing, you're learning to trade a different skill, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't teach myself that. 
but just on life though, like the that. emotional, the life, it's like yeah. I got it. I'm I'm good over here. Thanks. Yeah. Like I, 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 yeah, I lean on well, like you said, but I'm impressed with the person I lean on, but I lean on my granddad on like small things. But I get what you're saying. Most things I'm like, I got this, but if it's I don't know. I don't even know what I ask him. Sometimes he just tells me. Like I don't yeah. even ask for me. And that's that's the beauty of it. That's where you get those kind of people from. Sometimes it's just wisdom that was given to you. That's what a good yeah. granddad, that's literally what a good granddad is, right? But I was like, because definitely, I can definitely say my grandpa, he's taught me so much. I know how to do all kind of stupid mechanical stuff, all kind of, like, I could break your car, but fix it with the stuff he didn't taught me. But, you know, you learn stuff, you get those life stories. So absolutely, there's that avenue. It's just the, when it, it turns into seeking assistance or guidance for me, kind of a thing. Well, look, speaking of uh, you talking, Nate, what, what was your topic? Uh, mine was, what does being a good partner look like? Um, and and what else did I say? What is being a good partner what look like? What are the expectations? What are, your, what are your expectations of that? Um, I don't know. I think that's, I think we kind of touched on a base of that, what we're talking about with the kid thing. Building that relationship, understanding what a person is looking for, what a person needs, knowing what you bring and what you can provide to a person, right? Maybe you're not great at providing emotional support. Maybe you're not, you know, a great listener. Whatever. Like, it's plenty of different things we can work on, right? I think you have to figure out your strong suits, your weaknesses, and then you make them work for who you're trying to be with or see if they're compatible and if you even want to try to make that kind of thing work. I feel like, I feel like expectations really rule relationships in my opinion. Um, this is my coming from my situation. Like when you say, what are your expectations? I think that's the first and foremost thing that I think everybody got to check is the expectations because that'll be the number one thing that could be demise, be the demise of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like you expecting things to happen that don't happen. And now because your expectations are not met, then now it's like this person's not, you know what I'm saying? They're not valid. You invalidate them. And it's like, I think for me, that's been my biggest issues. I've had expectations for people that they weren't willing to meet. You know what I'm saying? At times in my life. And I just, that was hard for me. So that's what my little piece on that, my little piece on that. But should you have some, I mean, maybe not like. You should, you should. Okay. But you have to monitor them. You have to okay, mind, you, you have to constantly be monitoring your expectations because once somebody exceeds your expectations, then you can rise again. But if they're not doing that, then I think that if they're not meeting your expectation you have right here, if you got lower, which I don't know if y'all about that life, I guess it depends <laughs> on who you with, but or you gotta kind of just coach them up to get to where you want them to right. be. I mean, like you can't keep it the same all the time though, because depending on the situation, it's gonna change. Like you have to right. constantly be monitoring. That's an interesting point when you say to coach them up, because that's not something I actually believe in. I think if you set your expectation in a relationship and you say, maybe on some things, there are some people that are that are definitely still growing. And if you're aware of the, the stage a person is in and you're willing to grow with them, I'll say that first, then cool. But if you look at it and say, okay, I have expectations that are realistic 
nothing, you know, that's crazy that people aren't meeting out here. But I expect job, you know, common sense, simple things. If somebody show you that they don't meet that, why are you wasting any more time trying to level them up? What is the, the reclamation project here? Like, why are you trying to build that person up to meet your standards? So what if, what if, what if that's, you find, you come to that realization 10 to 15 years down the road? And you kind of slow? I don't, what? But that's, that's, to me, I feel like when you talk about for better or for worse and you already made it, them, them vows. You already know that, bro. I mean, come on, I'm gonna get married next month. I'm not, I don't have no doubts on that. I just, shout out to my boy Andre Allen, shout out my boy Bama from Tarleton. Shout out to us, and we just talked today on Instagram. Yeah. And congrats to him and April on their engagement as well. Congrats. Same thing, right? I'm gonna put my boy on blast because we both said the same thing. It's one of those, no, I'm not sitting here doubting it. It's like, <laughs> man, how you feeling about it? When you know, you know, bro, I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's what it is. So when you're on that kind of wave, I, that's not even what I'm talking about once you get into the marriage stuff. I'm talking about the dating, the talking situation. When you get in the talking phase, when I'm talking, when you realize, man, I want somebody who's more community, more available, but this person doesn't text back. When you realize, man, this person struggles to spell five letter words. I don't know that I really want to be with this person. Man, there and there is this person. This man said this person struggles to spell five letter words. This is real, bro. This this is so real. Other attributes or qualities of that person that overshadow something like that. What qualities? I don't know what it could be. Like I'll say from a man's perspective, and this is shallow. But say she's the finest thing you ever been with. But she don't. She she's a little. But you can't. No. And maybe and maybe she's great at cooking and she understands your emotions. How can she be that great at cooking and she can't read? She's just been winging it the whole time. She ain't never read. No. She loves. Chill out, there's girls that can't read that's good at cooking. Hey, what is you doing? Bro, chill out, they they going in tonight. They going in tonight. Okay, look, when we talk about relationships, I try not to be harsh. We can tell, we can tell. I'm trying not to be harsh. My real, I think people do some stupid stuff in relationships, man. They do. I think people really go about it in some real dumb ways by lowering their expectations, by saying, oh, well, I see that today this grown adult does not meet my expectations. Maybe I can change them into meeting my expectations. To me, that's kind of dumb. That's that's not smart to go about life that way, man. Some people like, hey, hey, Bro, love make you do some dumb stuff, bro. Love make you do some dumb stuff. Once you already deep, deep, Sometimes it be hard for people that's loyal to the soul. Like they be like, oh, like I would say they that dumb. Someone who doesn't meet your expectations. Nate, Nate saying slow down. Like we said earlier, y'all. A lot of a lot of people, like the market said too. They probably see see it first and like, dang, beautiful. 
And then she probably does some stuff. They're like, uh, you know, you know how we do. We mean excuses. You let the pretty girl. You let the pretty girl slide. You let the pretty girl. Man, she texts me this paragraph, and it was shallow. I couldn't read it. Somebody muted. She had a picture. Somebody muted. I think it was hieroglyphics, but uh, you know, yeah. We 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 shallow, but the pretty we look. Oh, she could she we could we could do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how you you end up with Nate. Nate's right. He's saying it a little harsh. But a lot of people do fall in love with the small things, with appearance, and the smaller things. And it's like it, it, to, to to be with this person for the rest of your life, or to who to, to get waste your life to, on trying with this person. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to save people, I, the markets. No, I I even put myself out there, uh, be just be my vulnerable moment. But Daryl knows this, but. Honestly, my first marriage, <laughs> I was ready to be married. I felt like I was good. I'm a good catch. I'm in a good spot mentally, financially, everything. I need somebody to match me before I go even higher, right? So then I found somebody that I had some history with. It felt good. It felt comfortable. I ignored all the signs. <laughs> Got into a marriage, and then it failed because... There, there wasn't that like like we talked about earlier. We didn't we didn't develop a strong ground. It was it was uh, just the the, the common the common uh, relationship that we had, the familiarity that we had with each other. It, it just it, it grew into something that was destined to fail. I I'm not even gonna lie to you. If my ex wife is watching. She know I'm telling the truth. Like it. it, 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 it but okay, I, I like what you said on that though. Appreciate but with, that. that's your. Is it just is it a conscious thing of letting your wants completely block that out for you? Are your wants just so strong that you can't see? Like, how does that actually work? It, that's exactly how it works. My wants exceeded uh, what I what I needed and what I what I could clearly see. I just didn't like like uh, Carrie was saying earlier. It can be blinded, man. It can't. You can feel like you're in love. Everything feels great. That's why they say to death do you part sickness and words. You're like, oh yeah, I can live with this person. Yeah, of course. And and me and my wife did not get a divorce over infidelity, bro. Like we got a divorce because we did not mesh. Like I got to the point where I was like, I will not live. In, and she watching, she know I'm telling the truth. I will not live in misery. I promise you, I'm not living in misery. Once I get to that point, if I can't work it out, if I can't see an end or whatever, I just don't understand living life. Bro, I was getting to the point where I was sleeping in my driveway, bro. Like, I, I wasn't going out to no other woman's house. And then I would get to my driveway. My neighbors would wake me up. They'd be like, hey, you know what we talked about that. And then I, I, I get you. And I think and then once you're in the understanding marriage, is there. Huh? What you saying? I was going to say, I think when you get in there and you understanding that that's what the situation is turning into, pulling yourself out, of course, is the right thing to do. I just, for me, I struggle with putting the blinders on. Yeah. I'm actually always looking. I'm using magnifying glasses and flashlights all the time. I was just I was just saying from the other perspective, like what, what you guys yeah. is great, bro. Like a lot of us need to be there. I hope people learn from that, especially from this podcast. Like, well, let me take a step back. Like if you're in a relationship yeah. right now, like like we said earlier, we in a relationship right now, you and your homeboy said like I know this is the person, it's time to go, it's time to uplift this relationship. You're in a relationship and you've been together a couple of years, you ain't thought about marriage, but 
hey, you got you got what? Then yeah, you you need to rethink your evaluate your position in your relationship. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I always tell these youngins, man, don't let society, don't let social media, don't exactly. let the, the, it just it pressures you. It always put that pressure. Even a woman, they will they they can pressure you into doing something like well, even you know, even yourself. Oh, what you mean even? <laughs> we gonna leave that there. We gonna leave that there. We gonna leave that there. Even yourself, but like a lot of things can pressure you into jumping into something that you like. What what did I do? Yeah. You know, so I, I always like they said. I, I kept, I, I keep, I kept my blinders on too. I was like, "Hey, these girls cool, whoop!" Until I found somebody, I was like, "Okay, you know, I can be with this person. I can see." I can. So I'm like Nate too. I, sometimes I'm like, "How did you let that happen?" But I, you can't be like that. You know, everybody's different, and I guess I never had the want to to have kids or anything. So it was kind of like I never had to rush. Like I don't want. You had never had the expectations for your life to go that way. At that yeah, like, in a rush. If I, if I if I get married, cool. If I have kids, but it was never like I want kids. I want you know until I guess until recently. But you know, yeah. And me and me and Gerald have been very tight for a long time. Like I, I know he does. I have no problem with saying like he's learned from a lot of my faults. A lot of my yeah. I, we are very honest. Me and Gerald have. Like, why do you do that? I was like, honestly, bro, I was just ready. <laughs> he already none of these answers are surprising to him. Like, he already knows it. But but he takes a lot of that and then he incorporates it into his life and it, it shortens that gap of chasing the ball. You get in front of the ball. Did that dude just fist pound you, Nate? He did. He weighed one wave and the other one. Man, hey, tell them what you had, Kerry. Man, hey, I'm out here. Kerry, I am man. a sponsorship whore. Shout out to Starbucks, okay? Nah, we ain't the man. I would go give Starbucks no love, but yeah, man, Star- hey, Starbucks, look, man. Look, when, we, when you getting free coffee, yeah, okay. that'd be love. That'd be love. That'd be love. But I mean, on that whole topic, y'all was on though just now, man. Can you live with doing what's expected versus what was destined? Like, I think that we really are destined to fall in love and have a unity and be fruitful bro like i really do believe that i believe in like true love bro i feel like if it's based on expectations then ain't it that's when you start making excuses for people and that's when you start trying to make you know oh they're not that bad they ain't not really that dumb they're not really that much of a liar they didn't really steal all my stuff because they're a thief thief it's like they just kind of steal things in their spare time like it's like nah bro like this ain't your this ain't your person yet man you got to keep moving so yeah, that's how I feel about it now. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? With my girl right now, we got everything rolling. It's organic. Like, I think that's the thing I'm I'm moving towards is, like, everything that's organic is good. You know what I'm saying? So if it's natural and I'm not stressing myself to make something work, then, I, okay, I can rock with it. Like, that's that's it's for me. But once it starts fighting against me, all right, now. <laughs> now we got to start opening our eyes. <laughs> when you say the word <laughs> destiny, do you take it as kind of pre-scripted? Do you take it as free will for you to get there? Well, is it up to you to make the right choices to fulfill your destiny or what? It is up to you to make your right choices to fulfill your destiny. I think when I think of destiny, I think of like God's destiny. Like when I think of that, like, cause I believe that God's ordering, uh, he has like a plan for our life for no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Like we all, we all believe in God. So I think he has a plan for our life. And I think that, 
when you meet that person that goes along with that plan and you do the work that you're supposed to do, it's like he looking at you like, there you go. You know, like now he bless you on the steps, like as you take those steps. Now, that's why I asked that though. Like, leave it, leave it right there. Cause I think that's that's one that always gets me. I don't really know where I feel on this. Like, that's why I asked it this way. Do you think God is kind of giving, is it like you're my player on 2K? Or it's like, okay, if you pick this answer, pick that answer, we'll go to a different no. Or is it no matter which answer you pick, we're going to continue down this process because this is God's plan for you? In, in my opinion, and this is how I see it, I feel like my character and my mind got to be in the right space. You know what I'm saying? Like, if my heart, and I'm making moral moves, like I'm making uh, moves that make sense in regards to what I believe in, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing right by this woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm taking the steps in the process to show that I, I do care about you, you know, and I can reciprocate energy and I'm I'm trying to do what's best for the family. If I'm doing those types of things, like to me, that's morally, that's where I can say, you know what I'm saying? I'm good right now. I'm good right now. You're in alignment. I'm in alignment. You know what I'm saying? Because once once I'm stepping off that path, then I know that, okay. So would you would you consider it as stepping off of that path kind of delays God's plan or which how do you see that working into it? In my opinion, I feel like that comes with punishment. I feel mm-hmm. like your daddy gonna beat you when you get out of line, you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna he gonna spank you, but you still you still carrying out the plan, you know what I'm saying? Like, but isn't that part of growth as well though? Isn't isn't that punishment something that you need sometimes? Yeah, that's, that's how you learn, right? You, you can take a detour and still get to the same in the same spot. You can yep. take little detours, the wrong freeway, wrong highways, wrong exit, but you still get to the same place. So, yeah, I think what Kerry's saying, I, I agree with him. It's like I, sometimes I step off that path, but, well, as long as I don't step, keep stepping off that path, I get back into alignment with God. So, yeah. I like that. I like that answer. But, uh, but, uh go ahead. Was your, no, I was going to say, we have one more topic. Yeah, yeah, I had one more. You know what I'm saying? I had one more. So mine was uh, acts of love versus manipulation. And the reason why I put that was, (laughs) the reason why I put that was because I think sometimes um, they get confused. Like I think, you know, we have, like, again, I keep saying expectations, but I think that's what relationships really, that's a lot of it. Um, You may want something from somebody and you may give them acts of love to get them to do things. People do that. And I think there's a lot of times it's not addressed and that's how you get an enabler. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's enabling somebody to do something because that's their sense of control or you know what I'm saying? You you buy somebody gifts all the time. You shower them with gifts, right? To keep them in that spot. It just to just to make sure you can kind of like you know tame that tame that inner whatever they got going on that you don't want to come out. So it's like I think acts of love just need to be just loving, bro. Like if you do something for your partner or anybody that you in a relationship in passing acquaintances, whatever, just do what you do, just straight off the love of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Versus trying to get something back all the time because once you start getting something back or not get start getting something back once you trying to start getting something back through the things you're doing, you're manipulating somebody. And I think that that 
people don't and what you let me know what you think about that Nate but that that I think people don't understand that that's like a that's like a puppeteer's type of thing like you literally are casting something out to try to get somebody to do something to me that's manipulation I agree with you it's just that I would only question is there's some kind of fine line that has to be there in just human relationship period I mean human relationships are quid pro quo at the end of the day. I mean, it's whether you're going out and taking it all the way to the manipulation point, I, I completely agree with what you're saying on that. But we're friends expecting friendship to be reciprocal. We're, you know, I, I love my fiance expecting love to be reciprocal because that's what you're telling me, right? So I think there's some kind of there's something for something, but I get what you're saying on, on when it becomes a manipulation. I think that's why you in those kind of relationships. Is it just keeping the person close to you? Is it, you know, what are you trying to get out of them? If it's something that you're doing to, I guess for like personal gain, then, you know, that's, that's a bad person, man. That's what yeah. I would say about that. I think that's what we're talking about too. Like, yeah. I think that's uh, the fine line is, is like, is it, whether it's super cool or, or manipulation is when does it cause harm to one of the other party? Like when it's mm. starting to cause harm, when it's starting to cause, when it's starting to cause harm, then I think that becomes manipulation because uh, in any relationship, there's give and take and there's you know the uh, the give and go. But when when it becomes harmful, one sided, selfish stuff like that, I I think that's when you get more into the manipulation part of it because. You don't want it to become a business. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's not a yeah. business. It's not. It's not like you're my client. It's not transactional. Like this doesn't even yeah. become that. Because once it becomes that, then it's like okay, now we take the feeling out of it. Now it's literally you just checking in. Like you know what I'm saying? You can do it. Hey, here you go. Thing. This costs fifty cents. This costs some sleep tonight. This costs you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like we don't want it to be that. Yeah, that's what it's about. Like, right? Doing things yeah. for what you say? No, I'm saying like what you're saying that is natural, but like. A lot of people do stuff for game, like they 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 yeah, for game. five dollars or or you know somebody goes to the NFL. He like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know feed him every night or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Or girls will go sleep with him or anything, but they manipulating that person. And at the end of the day, like the market saying, that's that's gonna cause harm mentally. It's gonna cause harm or physically or you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a lot of people out here that that do yeah, stuff. Absolutely, yeah. it's leeches, man. People are leeches yeah. for sure. It's, it's a culture thing, though. Certain certain things that we call leech behavior is culture. It's created. Your mama taught you how to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't know it's wrong because your mama did it. You don't know it's wrong. You, you whoa, whoa, whoa. How you going to say all my whole family wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, we we, we put a name on it. Your whole family. But see, but you, but you got... <laughs> Your whole family is wrong, but you can't. But you can't do that when it comes to a family dynamic, bro. It's you got so much that you're fighting against in that. It's like people have to unpack things, and the only way they unpack it is through that realization. Like that's why we do this. This is why I feel like we constantly come back to this podcast because there's things that we talk about that we feel like is like, duh, but bro. It ain't duh for a lot of That's my biggest issue in the world. (laughs) But I'll be honest, that is my biggest issue in the world and in understanding people. A lot of stuff, I'm like, 
dang, y'all thought that was smart, or you thought that had logic behind it, or you like it's like, man, I look at some people and it's like you thought sticking your wet finger in an electrical socket wasn't gonna kill you, huh? But that's how they roll to me. It's like I don't get it sometimes. So that's what, that's really why I like this conversation. Everybody like everybody got a reason for everything they do. Even if it ain't a good reason, <laughs> everybody got a reason for everything. They, even if it ain't no reason, like why you do that? I don't know. That was a reason. Excuse me. It is. That was a reason, bro. Yeah, he been, I don't know how long y'all know Nate, but since the day I met Nate, he has always been that way. Like that's that's stupid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up. Yes. Hey, Nate, Nate, Nate not here to make no friends. Nate not trying to make no friends. He gonna tell you straight that's, up. That's the thing, yeah, though. That's me being your friend. That is me caring about everybody. <laughs> I really don't think you should do that because I can tell you. If I can actually give you a list of reasons as to why I think what you're about to do will either fail, blow up in your face, possibly kill you, land you in jail, any of these things, I think I should tell you. But that's, that's love. That's real love. That, that is. Yeah, that's real love. Me and they sitting in the car next to jail, going down on a list of things like I don't know why people do this, bro. <laughs> it amazes me. It's, it's, it, you know what the crowd mind I said one thing the crowd mind like when a lot of people believe something it's hard for people sometimes to not believe that thing one and I think when emotions get evolved, involved it's a wrap it's a wrap all you gotta do is get somebody emotionally wrapped up enough get them mad get them super happy get them really sad get them really hungry bro you know how I go <laughs> like that's how that's how they manipulate people or they how they get people to do what they want them to do they put them in line because you get their emotions and tied up and now they dumb now they had this very intelligent person is now really, really stupid. Shout out to the That's very media. true. That's very true. Shout out social media. Shout, Shout out, out social media. Or I was telling, just to piggyback off what, what Kara said, it's crazy to say that because I guess my personality makes me like uh, organically like a, a loner. Like I, I don't have no problem being alone. I can leave my phone somewhere and I'm not going crazy. Like I gotta go get my phone. Like I've had times when my phone broke or whatever. Like when I get it back or get it back up and working or whatever, like I'm okay. But I know people that will go into a stress fest because the phone won't turn on. It's like something wrong, bro. Like that's real, bro. I completely agree with you. When I lost my phone in the river that weekend, it was like the best week of my life. Man, exactly. Nobody like it's nice. Yeah, everybody ain't like that though, bro. Some people need approval. Some people need that. Like there's some people that really, really need to know that other people are doing what I'm doing. Other people are where I'm at. Other people are worried about me. I could talk to people about just nothing. We could just have pointless conversation. Both sides, both sides though. Being a complete loner is unhealthy as well. Like you can't yeah. just be all the way by yourself and you can't be all the way with people. You have to find balance. And that's what we have to constantly be looking for. And Cause like when y'all say that, that does not surprise me. Cause I feel the same way, but we have to fight for that balance. Like we have to what? keep a yeah. balance. Yeah, we have to keep a balance. And, and you were talking about me cause like, I'm telling you, I'm Becky. cool by myself, but then I'm cool with people around, but sometimes I have to go all like 
you know, somebody invite me somewhere. A lot of people want me to be around them. I'm like, I don't want to be around people 24-7 every weekend, but then I have to push myself sometimes, like, okay, let me go hang out. I have a great time, but some people, like you said, they have to be with people. I'm like, I don't have to be here. Some some people care about you, and they want you to be a part of their experiences, so they're going to invite you places. And you can't just be that guy that's just like, nah, I ain't going, like... You're gonna have to get up off your butt. You're gonna have to dress up nice, get your cut, go out there, act like you like all these people. Like it's just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta do that, bro. Like just for the people that you rock with. So like yeah. you know I, I'm, not, I'm not going out with y'all every weekend. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. None of more. Huh? None of more. None of more. None of more. I used to do it. Honestly, I've never been that way. Uh, people, hey, we're gonna do this this weekend. We're gonna do this next weekend. Like I, I, I choose the one I man, this is this is my weekend to nap. <laughs> but man, but uh, nah, brothers, man, we got we had a great podcast. I appreciate y'all tapping in. I'm at Starbucks right now, and my daughter at the crib bowl, so I'm gonna go ahead and kiss a good night. But uh, I was really about to ask you how like the Starbucks stay open because <laughs> I assume they're gonna come kick you out a long time ago. Nah, they, they, I thought that's what the dude who that me up in the nah, screen they, was they, doing. They, that, they post, they posted, oh, broski. They posted. Yeah, club Starbucks. Yeah, club Starbucks, man. They teed up out here. So I don't know if y'all heard them. But uh, yeah, man. All is well. <laughs> JJ was like, yeah. All, right. all is well, though. But uh, man, appreciate y'all, brothers. Peace and blessings. Sure. We out. Be like.